1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Rangers beat Ross County Lose Jermaine Defoe to injury And close in on the signing of Yanis Hadji Celtic blow St Johnson away Inside half an hour But could be without Mikey Johnson long term And Brian Rice is given an immediate Five game ban For breaching betting rules I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon DL And Mark Wilson Well Gordon Rangers and Celtic took care of business last night pretty easily Celtic were sensational in the first half that swept St Johnson away with a few changes Rangers slightly stuffy every evening but got the job done nonetheless but at what cost you know Jermaine Defoe's injury may cause problems but the return of Alfredo Morelos is a welcome one I'm sure for Rangers fans and potentially a new signing on the way could excite Rangers fans so that's one to look forward to and I wonder if the deal will be over the line by the weekend when they face Aberdeen It is all happening Gordon Dale mm-hmm. Two big games last night Big games on Saturday And the transfer window closes tomorrow So you're squeezing in all sorts of Drama and speculation and stories On and off the field Yeah I'm not surprised that Rangers are looking to do A bit of late business Gordon uh, I've said it from day one I thought that you've got to cover every base Especially this season Especially in the fact of uh, Where they were in the league after the, the you know December the 29th Sitting pretty with two points behind game in hand um, And I think you've just got to make sure That you can cover everything I know it's very difficult in January To go and get a striker and say Look, we've got Morelos here We've got Defoe there You'll need to fight for your place Come and, and But I'm sure Rangers could have managed that uh, They've now put themselves in a little bit of position Okay, Morelos is back Great news for Rangers fans Good result last night Defoe uh, obviously injured They're looking maybe to just cover again So they've left it to the last minute Celtic whether they do more business or not Don't really know Neil Lennon's come out and says If I don't I'm quite happy But I've got to say from both sides The quality of some of the goals last night Was absolutely superb 0141 That's the number you need So Celtic fans what did you make of the game last night How impressed were you with the opening 25 minutes what about the injury to Mikey Johnson? Is that one that concerns you? What about the way that situation uh, was handled on the night? We'll get to that on a family a f- show, of course. I've had a few of them. Um, uh, Rangers fans, similar question. How impressive was the victory? Was it just about getting the three points in the bag? And what about that injury to Jermaine Defoe? How concerning is it? How does that leave you up front? And of course, Yanis Hadji, he's in Glasgow. Looks like he will complete his move to Ibrox on loan. How happy or otherwise are you with that? 0141-951-1025 On Twitter At Clyde SSB um, We could start anywhere really We'll open the phone lines We'll see which order uh, things come in But it makes sense Gordon To, to look back first of all on last night's um, mm. performances And really a 2-0 win A 3-0 win Of course there was other factors in, in the midst But Job done comfortably by both Yeah and that's what it's all about And if you can put on a little bit of a performance Gordon Then it's a little bit of icing on the cake I happened to watch the Celtic game And I th- I looked at Celtic in the first 10 minutes And thinking this is going to be whatever they want They absolutely tore St Johnston apart I like the formation Celtic play when they play with two up top I think these two guys are starting to have a good partnership some of their movement touches last night were brilliant play. 
Some of the goals were terrific And Cham's goal Griffiths' finish Even Forrest too Comes in for a bit of criticism Which I just don't understand From some Celtic supporters um, But they were in cruise control Then you go over to Rangers playing Ross County And I watched Ross County At Celtic Park at the weekend Created a few chances Bit dangerous But Rangers got that job done comfortably And I've got to say Bit of class from Defoe last night Putting Arfield in Fantastic touch Great link up play And Arfield puts it into the back of the net Kills the game But the most important thing for both clubs is Both won Clean sheets Three points They move on to the weekend Yeah let's hear from both managers then It really is over to you Don't hang about 0141 Neil Lennon says they were outstanding in the first half He says they were forced into a change of shape And it disrupted the flow I was a happy man overall, but the um, first half was outstanding. You know, just the fluidity of the team and the chances were created, and the, the attitude of the players and, and the overall quality of football and the pace that the player at was just breathtaking at times. So, I'm a very happy man tonight. We had to change the shape because of Jozo um, with the knee problem. He has been above and beyond the call of duty really since he came back. You know, with the the lack of centre halves that we've had, and he's played through a pain barrier for a couple of games, and he couldn't he couldn't carry on. So we had to change the shape, which probably stopped, you know, the natural flow that we had in the first half. Um, but I'm so happy with Jozo and, and what he's brought since he's come back. Just there was some outstanding individual performances, but the team as a whole, I you know couldn't speak highly enough about tonight. And as for Steven Gerrard, he saw a positive reaction from his players. Despite that, he says they'll still need to get better in coming games. I think it was a lot better than the weekend, so I'm very pleased with the the performance. Uh, I think we can still um, go through the gears and, and perform better. I think there's still areas of the game, individually and collectively, that we can get better at, but. Um, it's a it's a positive performance, um, good result for us, and um, as I say, a lot better than the weekend. In terms of uh, the shape, out of possession, and our hunger, and uh, everyone competing, and everyone trying to do the right things, uh, I think I did get a positive reaction. Um, I think the the games coming up will have to be better, so we'll have to try and raise the level again from tonight. Um, but it's been a um, a flat couple of days after the performance so to get back on the horse and back to winning ways with a clean sheet and a positive win is, is what we needed 01419511025 is the number John is on he's in Parkhead and he's a Rangers fan what did you make of last night John? Hi Gordon how you doing? Not too Gordon. bad John Two Gordons and, and Mark how you doing alright? Yeah, good, good John, John. Yeah, just, I'm, I'm on hands free so I don't know maybe if I'm breaking up or not but hopefully you can hear me okay so far so good on you go Right, what I want to talk about, I want to talk about the game last night, but first of all, I want to talk about, for me today, the scenario at Hamden Park. I sympathise with, with Brian Rice 100%. I love what he says, but to walk up to Hamden today, to, to, and you walk into the main stand with William Hull above it, what an absolute joke. A joke, by the way. A joke. That could have been, in my opinion, that could have been done somewhere else today. There's not an office in Glasgow City Centre. That guy's got a gambling problem, and he, walk, he walks into the main, walks up these stairs, and all you see is sponsored by William Hill. Well, funnily enough that you mentioned it, John, and on the sympathy point, I know the guys will agree with you. In fact, pretty much all 
corners of Scottish football have come out with a great deal of support and sympathy uh, for Brian Rice. We're going to hear from him a bit later on in the show, and he even explores that side of things about the exposure to, to betting firms surrounding the game and all that sort of stuff. So um, we, we will do it, I promise. It's an important issue. If you listened to the show a couple of weeks ago, um, we felt quite passionately about it. We got some really incredible stuff from, from callers sharing their own stories. So we will do it a bit later on. In the show, John, uh, if you don't mind, just give us your thoughts on, on the game last night as well. Okay. Aye, also, my, my thoughts on the game last night, it was, and I, I liked what, I liked what Gordon, Gordon Dale said. We're, we're coming to the point of the season, I think Gordon said it last week. My goal, in my opinion, is all that matters. Last night, wasn't it, it was a wee bit better on Sunday. Wee bit, a, the improvement was slightly better, but still, there's still something lacking. I don't know what it is, there's just something missing. I mean, we go back to seven, eight weeks ago. Rangers were playing. The football they were playing was unbelievable. They were blowing teams away. I know that. I know they're footballers and they're, they're human beings, and footballers can take a dip too. But last night was. I mean, two, two great goals. The second goal was a brilliant goal. I mean, the, the, the ball for Ojo and the wee touch for for Jermaine Defoe, and then obviously Arfield puts it away, puts it in the pocket. And I mean, it, it was good. But they're just. I don't know. There's just something. There's something. I don't know. There's something missing. So we go over the line last night, and I've argued with a few a few pals of mine. Uh, but, but guys were on argument about the St. Mun game a couple of weeks ago. It wasn't great stuff. And I said to them on in, in Sunday night, I bet, I, I don't mean I bet, I, I said, I wish whoever I took, whoever I took the same performance against St. Mun and beat Hearts, won nothing on Sunday. Because I agree with Gordon, and I think maybe Mark said it, Hugh Keevan said that we're getting to the business end of the season now. And if you can get performances, brilliant. But if you don't, if you can get the three points, is all that matters. And just to finish off, in the, in the scenario with Alf, Alfredo Morelos, if that's what's happening in Glasgow now with footballers, allegedly, that somebody was trying to put something under his car, that's a joke. He's, I, I guys, his girlfriend's expecting a shell to him. There's people allegedly John I'm, start, I'm starting to wonder If John has sneaked into the office And looked at the order In which we're going to do things tonight Because John you've, <laughs> you've, you're, you're ahead of us Don't you worry We'll hear from Stephen Gerrard on that A bit later on as well John's mm. Any chance of the John, lockdown John, numbers John, tonight John's from, on the ball John. Yeah. yeah He's not on hands free He's in there somewhere uh, He's roaming about He's right though In terms of what he's saying About the business end of the season You know it's Last week we stood here And there was a A couple of Rangers fans Phoned up And you know, vented their frustration at how it was a bit, you know, lacklustre last week and, you know, argued the point that they still got the job done and got three points. However, there was a wee bit of a hangover going to Tynecastle and they were punished for that. Um, you know, it, it, if you can get three points by any means at this time of the season, it's a bonus. If you can do it, you know, match with a performance, then great, everybody goes home happy. But it just goes to show you that... It, <laughs> You can play terribly, you know, and uh, and have an off day. But as long as you you take your chances and defend right, that's the important thing at this stage of the season. Because there's going to be there's going to be slips. I think from both teams from now till May, it's just who does it the least is is going to be the the big one. It's all about winning. It's it's as simple as that. You go to May. yeah, but then at the same time, you watched Celtic win three 0 on Saturday and still were were quite. Quite critical Of certain elements Of the performance uh-huh. So you can understand Why fans like John Or fans on, a, on any side Would go along and, and still see things That they weren't happy with I totally agree Gordon This is a different season And, and you can't Nobody will tell me Any different Because Celtic 
now have got a challenge. And Rangers people question have they got it to go over a line? Stephen Gerrard even questioned it about have we got the bottle to get there? So just now, I totally understand supporters go along and they pay good hard earned cash to watch their team. But if they get to me and they win that title, whether it's Celtic or Rangers, they will not give a jot about their performances against St Mirren or Ross County or Celtic against uh, Ross County at home and still the, the, the one is Rangers won the other night. They won't care. It's From now to the end mm. of the season, it's about winning. And if you can get a performance, and I've got to say, I didn't see all the Rangers games, so I'm putting my hand up. Because it was on TV, I watched the Celtic one. I've got to say, if I was a Celtic fan, last night I'd have no complaints whatsoever. John, you're a good man. Thank you for kicking us off tonight. That was John in Parkhead. Kieran is in Livingston. As a Celtic fan, Kieran, what stood out for you last night? Well, the thing for me is when I first seen that starting lineup, um, I was over the moon to see uh, Greg Taylor getting a start. I've been one of the Celtic fans that's been crying out to see him um, breaking into that team, and I think it's about time that he, he's done it. I thought he was one of the. I mean, the team were absolutely rampant. They were brilliant. But I thought he was one of the one of the standouts, and I thought he brought something uh, last night that we've been lacking for a really long time, which is decent quality crosses into the box, and he got his assist for it. Yeah, what did you make I, of him last night, Mark? Kieran I, says he's been desperate to see Greg Taylor in, and he's not alone. I'm you just have to listen that, yeah. to the show on any given night to see there's quite a group. Um, how yeah. did he do? Yeah, I thought he did very well. Um, I, to be honest, I think he's did very well every time he's been in. I don't think he's been spectacular. He's certainly not Kieran Tierney at the minute, but you can see he's got a cultured left foot. He's bags of experience in this league, and I think that's the surprise with most Celtic fans that we've not seen that much of him. You saw last night um, the the quality he delivers and. When you get into those areas That's when you're playing Two strikers up front And Griffiths and Edward That's what these guys rely on That's what they want To feed off guys That are going to cross it If you think back To Brendan Rodgers teams They very rarely Crossed the ball Everything was intricate And passed And they would get to the touchline And come back out You saw last night The way Neil Lennon wants to play James Forrest Getting the ball First time cross Greg Taylor First time cross Two guys in the box And they get results So if Neil Lennon's going to stick that way He's going to play that way Then Why not have a Greg Taylor there Who's what, what got a culture What was your thoughts in the two wing backs Mark is... I did say <laughs> last <laughs> That's what you're getting at. I did say last week Also For the record That if, if Celtic play 3-5-2 I didn't think James Forrest Would play that role um, However Well Frimpong was injured So who else does he play my argument was that he would probably play Frimpong there before Forrest but I, I just think they're, they're at co- Do you know what I, I noticed last night Gordon I thought And I'll, I'll say In Cham for me Last night first half I thought he was absolutely brilliant Great goal as well Great header And you've got guys like Christy there sitting And he's probably now looking thinking See we play that shape Brown and McGregor are definite starters so there's a, a a position up there, and Cham's obviously doing everything he can. Christie would have been a stick on for everybody because of you know his form up until he get injured and suspended. And you look at Tom Rogic, desperate to get back. He, the one thing Neil Lennon's got just now, I think, an abundance competition for mm. places, and everybody the minute they get in there will be determined to stay. 
Uh, Kieran, are you the type of Celtic fan that just marvels at the first 25 minutes or are you the type that gets a wee bit frustrated that those levels couldn't be maintained in the second half? To be honest, I mean, I would like to say that it's, I feel like, oh no, it's job done at 3-0, which, which it is, but I'm the type of fan that if I see 3-0 at half-time, I want 6-0 at 90 minutes, <laughs> God, if I'm honest with you. Um, and I'm sure the, the guys will agree that it could have been 5-6 in the first half uh, Easily uh, It could have been 5-6 in the first 10 minutes Aye, I know, exactly I've that. got to say, I've One. never I've never witnessed uh, In fact, the first game of the season uh, It was the same pattern Celtic come out and Mikey Johnson scored after 2-3 minutes And then it was a case of how many When I was watching that game last night And the way Celtic started Come out the blocks, I'm thinking This has got to be an R7 Kieran and Livingston, thank you very much for the call. It's 01419511025. Rangers fans, Yanis Hadji is in Glasgow. Looks like he will sign for the club on loan before the end of the window. What do you make of that? I know you've all been out there on YouTube and Wikipedia and whatever else uh, you turn to to look up your new signings. Maybe you've seen him on television before. What do you make of that signing? Is that one that excites you? Injury to Jermaine Defoe, injury to Mikey Johnson as well. So get your thoughts in 01419511025. And we'll hear from both managers next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors. The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. A very busy one as well. Two big games to look back on last night. Some high profile injuries in both games. Potential signings with the transfer window closing tomorrow. It really is all happening. So give us a call on 01419511025 or tweet us at Clyde SSB. Andy is a Rangers fan from West Lothian. How are you tonight, Andy? Hello, I'm not too bad. Thank you very much, guys. Good stuff, Andy. Hi, uh, I, I just I'm travelling back to Basket to my own wee house in Blackridge, um, and I heard you mention mentioning Yanis Hadji. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I don't know the guy at all. I, I can remember a Hadji quite a few years ago. It's his um, dad. And he mm-hmm. remember uh, quite a few years ago. Maybe his dad. I. It's his dad. Did you enlighten me as to was it his dad? Aye? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah, Georgie Hadji's boy. Uh, well, what do you want to know about him? I mean, he's that, that's the thing that, that stands out. What a player his dad was, Gordon. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> I was, un- I tell you what, what a player he was, Gordon. Is that the boy, McPherson, that was Duff's assistant at Dumbarton? <laughs> that's his nickname, isn't <laughs> it? I think it's the other one. Oh, the, the, the original one. one. No, yeah. the original one is a fantastic footballer. Well, he was a fantastic footballer. One of the best players in the world, Gordon. Well Andy It looks like it is going to happen He's in Glasgow He's going to have a medical And potentially sign on loan With an option to buy For 5 million euros At the end of the season He Is currently Playing for Genk He hasn't quite Had much game time In Belgium As he would have hoped But he got that 8 million euro move On the back of a successful Year and a half Back with his first club In Romania So uh, Mark You actually have Seen him You've watched him And you're impressed yeah, I, I watched him in the under twenty one Euro Championships, um, especially against England, and uh, what an outstanding game it was. But he he certainly looked impressive that game. And you're talking about against a England side that were were full of stars who are playing in the in the Premiership week in week out. This guy looked to pick it a bunch on the pitch, and he, I, I'm sure he scored in another few group games as well. And I think they progressed to the semi finals. If memory serves me right. But he was one of the top players at the tournament And certainly looked an exciting And they made a big thing how he was Hadji's son And you could see 
with the way he played because I remember Hardy yeah. when from growing up you could see he picks the same areas and he's cultured and that's why I said at the start of the show that's an exciting one for the Rangers fan if he comes in he's certainly one that would excite guys going along to watch him is that enough to excite you Andy? Yeah, you've, you really have made so an, old, an old man very happy. <laughs> very happy. Don't take Mark Wilson's hand on. Before, before I go, I just want to say I'm sorry to see what happens to Jermaine, Jermaine Defoe and I hope it gets well very soon. Yeah, well said, Andy. We doesn't look like that is as bad as first feared, actually, Andy. So you might not be without him for too long. Um, we've been in touch with some people who know... Haji, but better than than we do. Than trying, trying to get the insight. Oh, listen, you've watched him. Mm. His, his dad was unavailable, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, we're going to try and get him in next week. Uh, we've been speaking to Belgian football reporter Sven Klass. Uh, he says it hasn't worked out for Haji at Genk this season because they changed their manager during the season. He says there's clearly a lot of talent in the Romanian international, but now he simply needs game time to be able to show it. He came last summer as a big surprise. Uh, he came to the Belgian uh, reigning uh, champion and also to play Champions League, but. To be honest, he couldn't really uh, succeed in the Belgian league. Um, also, the team was really struggling uh, after the, their successful coach, Philippe Clement, left last season. Uh, Felice Mazou came, and now also with uh, Hannes Wolf, uh, who aren't really big fans of Janis Hadji. They prefer to play another uh, type of play, and that's also the reason why he, he's now leaving uh, Genk alone. Yeah, now it's time for Janis, of course, to to start playing matches and uh, developing. Despite uh, Racing Genk having a really difficult uh, period in the beginning of the season, Yannis uh, Hadji, uh, he performed really well. Um, it's an attacking midfielder and he has some good feet. Uh, he knows where to walk, where the ball is. Um, in my opinion, I don't think uh, Glasgow Rangers uh, are taking a, a big bet because he still has a lot of talent, he still has the tools, he has an excellent body, he keeps his feet uh, really uh, on the ground eh? because a lot of people uh, are saying he's, a, he's the next uh, Romanian talent but uh, he stays his feet on the ground. I still believe him in, like I said, but yeah, he, he really now needs to play and uh, maybe he had a really, really good tournament uh, last year, of course, with the European Championship, U21 and uh, he has the talent, of course. He has the name, but now it's time uh, to show it on the pitch. Yeah, it's just game time, Gordon. He's mm. not managed a lot for Gink this season. Seven starts and 12 sub-appearances. When he's been on the pitch, I think he's actually done okay. But he, there's always a cynical side to this where people will say... Yeah, for all the for all the build-up that Mark gave him and other people give... You know, if he was at the very top of his form at the moment... Gink wouldn't let him go on loan to Rangers. Yeah. However, there's clearly there's clearly a pedigree there. There's clearly a talent there, and Stephen Gerrard will be hoping he's the the one to get the best out. Yeah, of Yeah, he sounds like a player. Uh, obviously, gone with the description there that uh, he's a sort of a number ten just plays off a striker. He's not an out and out striker. He'll go and make things happen. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see if he does come to Scottish football how quickly he can settle in. Um, he's described there as talent he's certainly got the name of his father to live up to and uh, an excellent body what more do you want in Glasgow <laughs> that was maybe just lost in translation <laughs> to be fair um, Mark th- that that last point though maybe is an interesting one not only on the player himself but on the structure of the deal Sven Klaas they're saying it, it's not a gamble because he's a talented player and also mm. it's a loan until the end of the season and then Rangers have the option yeah. to buy yeah so it, I mean it's a it's a no lose situation for Rangers really Um Looking at, well, briefly seeing him in the Euro Championships uh, and seeing what type of player he is, I think he's exactly what Rangers need. You know, the 
they've got the three midfielders who who sit there and you know do much of the same job. They play with wingers, but have they really got somebody who can drop in behind Morelos into holes and pick passes? Arfield does, and he scored a good goal time and again. However, I think this guy could be the guy that Rangers have looked for for a number of seasons. Everyone. Last season, if you remember, saying Rangers have no number 10 really to create something and get in the holes, I think this could be the well, guy that to go, fit that mould. Does that not go against the argument of the Rangers coaching staff who come out and, was it Twitter, Gordon, and said we play every game with two number 10s? Yeah, in terms of positionally, but I think yeah. I think Mark means more in terms of that individual player skill set. Yeah, terms of quality, what they're, what they're going to be good I, at. I mean, in terms of quality, you look at Davis, who's no d- brilliant talent uh, and, and been great this season, Arfield and guys like that, but... I think this guy could be a wee bit different from them They, I think the guys will still play But I think he'll be a welcome bonus James is also a Rangers fan in Barhead It's not quite over the line yet, James But it, it looks like it's a gore Is that one that excites you as a Rangers fan? Yeah, evening gentlemen uh, Thanks for taking my call Yeah, very much so I think it's another step change in the kind of attitude That the players we want to bring in Before we're bringing somebody that's smart With saying how good he was in the under-21 Euro Championships It's a... Uh, Sounds like very much like one that we can build on and, and hopefully three or four years down the line after we good service if it moves on for some money it could be it could be brilliant for us. Yeah, I mean generally, James, we always do this thing. I don't know if it's a Scottish thing or maybe it's a it's a bit old school where some people uh, just don't like loans. They don't they don't like the idea of it. But are we seeing in recent seasons how beneficial it can be when you get a good look at a player before you have to part with any serious transfer fee? Well, I think when you look at what's happening in the Premiership over the last few days, the amount of players that are coming in on loan with are an option to buy. It's like a glorified a glorified trial. Um, that they're coming in and obviously that if they meet certain criteria, um, we have to put in a bid for the player. But I think it's great for both parties that um, if somebody comes in and proves themselves. So I just think that if, he, um, if it does go across the line, it gives them four or five months to acclimatise the league. Give us a chance to get a, a look at him. I'm not saying he won't have an impact before the end of the season, but we get a, a big bump from Defoe and Davis coming in um, during the qualifiers, etc. When he came in last January, so okay, it might cost us five or six months' wages, but probably money well spent if he hits the ground running. So um, yeah, James, I can't, I, I can't disagree with that. I think you're uh, 100% right. I would rather have the lad in. Remember, he's never played football in this country. He doesn't know anything about the style of football in this country. You could go out there and shell out a lot of money and the lad just doesn't settle and you've, it's cost you a right few quid. Whereas you get him in, it's costing you wages, probably and a loan fee, because that's what happens nowadays. Uh, you get him in, see how he settles in. You've got to the end of the season. There's plenty of games. Um, and then decide whether you like him. Does he like Glasgow? Does he like stylish Scottish football? Does he like anything about it? I think this, this one is exciting Rangers fans and I'll probably be honest, I've never seen him play myself, but it excites me because of one thing, his name, his father. <laughs> You're easily pleased. <laughs> no. Well, because... bear, well, bear in mind, St Mirren signed Jokaier's son at the start aye, of the season, I've yeah, never yeah, seen him, but, so but, but this is don't, don't get carried this away. Is, this is hard, you just think about the name. <laughs> and and yeah. I think people are going, yeah, it'd be terrific, because in your mind you're thinking of the, uh, the father had you in the so way what, what he about used to son? What about Devante Cole? What about all the other poor relations we've had? had Rodney Schneider. Hey, forget them. I think, well, listen, I think with this name, he comes luckily, from Genk, though, as well. You have seen him. It's not, you're not going on his, his surname. No. You have actually seen the guy play. But he's coming for a decent club. That's the thing. It's Jorkaev and, and the likes. Who knows where they came from? But 
This is a decent club Brought in to play Champions League Alright he didn't hit the heights But yeah, I wasn't saying he was going to be like those guys I was just trying to warn yeah. Gordon uh, James mm. What about Jermaine Defoe's injury This deal clearly was in The pipeline Before Defoe's injury It's happening regardless of that injury How are Rangers fixed Up front at the moment Even though it's not as bad as first feared According to Stephen Gerrard uh, They're not fixed I'm afraid um, I think Greg Stewart's um, If they If they kind of play to strengths Would probably be a Somebody they could plug a gap for two or three weeks, but I kind of feared when they were talking about uh, Morelos possibly missing the game last night with a calf injury, but then all of a sudden he's on plane that he says he didn't want to rush him back and risk him. So I think that one's a little bit close, and if something happens there, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a good situation at all. But hopefully, the four is back, I think he's done a really good job since he's come in. Um, I think the team needed to adapt a wee bit better to sort of suit his style of play, but. Um, I think it's yeah. I think it's we're very very close to to sort of really sort of derailing here. Um, so yeah, hopefully it's not as long as it first feels. Okay, that was James and Barhead. Thank you very much for your call, James. Neil Lennon says Mikey Johnson faces a long spell on the sidelines. It's suspected knee ligament damage. The Celtic boss says the winger tried to play on and it could have made the injury worse. It will be long term. It was a bad twist, you know. He he said there was contact, but it doesn't look like there's contact. It looks like he's just twisted the knee, and there's, you know, a bit bit of swelling there, um, and uh, ligament damage. Do you think the fact that he stayed on for a few minutes did that make it worse? It may have compounded the problem. Yeah, it may have compounded the problem. It was annoying for me because we were making a substitution. You know, he's saying, "Yeah, I'm alright to, to carry on," but obviously, quite clearly, after a couple of minutes, that wasn't the case. So I know they'd already made the, the substitution. So, yeah, as a Learning experience If you want to call it that Willie's in Parkhead Willie what do you make of that Mikey Johnson situation Well Neil just stole my thunder That's what I wanted to talk about Now I thought a gaffer Should have just weaked him off And Mikey should have been like I know what I'm injured Let's get off We played with 10 men After I came off If that had to happen In 67, 60 minutes We'd have had to play With 10 men For a half an hour The gaffer should have been A wee bit mm. stronger I thought And what happens in that situation though Mark I mean surely there there has to be a, a bit of trust And the, the player knows his own body And you, you see it all the time yeah. Bench is signalling to the player Are you okay? Player says yes or no You've got to trust the player In that situation I mean you're You're on the touchline There's nothing you can do You've got a physio Who you put your trust in as well Who, who goes on and assesses But ultimately It comes down to the player You know You can only get a sense Of how your body feels yourself If it's a knock That you can run off or if it's something more serious um, So that's why Neil was annoyed He would have known Mikey Johnson Would have been in pain Like I, I feel I feel bad for Mikey Johnson Because he's obviously wanting to stay in the pitch as long as possible Show a good attitude No You know Shirt responsibility mm-hmm. But like Neil says When it's to do with a team Decisions have to be quicker than what he made them Willie You don't need to be a lip reading expert To tell that Neil Lennon wasn't happy With Mikey Johnson Let's just mm. say he told him to go away mm. when, when he came off we'll, we'll leave it at that I think you all know what, what he actually said What do you make of that Willie? Well I thought now It was a wee bit out of order now He maybe wanted to talk to him now To explain to him But now that, that wee word came out Maybe it shouldn't have happened But it happened it happened in football Everybody gets carried away He was a bit frustrated Because he had to make an, A sub he didn't need to make So And I thought that's What it was all about So Would you go along with that Gordon is it Is it well, How will Neil Lennon well, look back And do you think Something he probably preferred Didn't happen Is it just getting yeah, caught up yeah, In the, yeah, the heat I, of the moment I do I think it's something That he would Probably look back And think 
that was a mistake. Or is that just uh, part uh, of football? I don't no, know. You no, guys have well, been there. Well, I'll throw I'll throw this out in a minute. Then I I agree with, with Mark. As a player, when you get a knock, you think a couple of minutes. This could I could run this off. He's just on the sub. He wants to make an impact. He wants to stay on. So. The manager then has a decision to make. Does he hold the substitution for a couple of minutes? Yes, he's a bit upset with Mikey Johnson. But Mikey Johnson's only want to play football. He's want to stay on there. He thinks he can run it off. After a little bit, sore, has to come off. Neil Lennon, in his defence, is thinking, you've made this worse. We've made the substitute. You can see all that. But let me say, it's okay doing that to a young player. If that's Edward, for instance... Is Neil Lennon sitting there telling Edward, oh, I hope everything's okay, get to eh, go and do what you have to oh, do. That's plenty right, of right, yeah, okay. close. No, yeah. it's not happening. Edward's so, young as well. What do you mean? But he's, he, he wouldn't have said that to Edward. If that had happened with Edward or an experienced player like McGregor or whatever, Neil Lennon would not have said that. Well, I, I don't know. No, he wouldn't. Uh, I'm Willie, you now. We are running a bit late for the travel, but I just want to let you have the final say, Willie. Anything else you want to add? I well, I had a wee runner now. There's a wee postman comes in and we have a good chat about our team. It's the same team and that. And he said a wee rumour that Neil's leaving at the end of the thing, mate. End the of the season. what, mate? The season? The end of the season. I joined the postman now. We have a good wee chat. And <laughs> mm. I'm only going with the rumours. But I think he's told me so far that he's been spot on. I just don't know how you feel about this. Because it's usually taxi drivers. But now mm, postmen getting are getting in. On the rumour mill What else has he told you Willie That's come true Just so we can See if we can trust this posty Well he was, t- he was telling us About the, the police boy You know Just signing that And he, mm-hmm. he knew about that And that came true And, and So, so has he, Did they offer <laughs> up any reason that. Did they offer any reason As to why Neil Lennon's Going to leave at the end of the season No I think he's getting A better offer Down south That was what The thing was So John the Postman John If you're the out post- there mm-hmm. g- Give us a call the, uh, <laughs> John I don't the really Postman Spouting all sorts of nonsense to people Might be right uh, uh, Can you imagine Hey Wally 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 don't tell him they Don't tell him they Keep this quiet I might lose <laughs> my job But don't tell him they What does Wally do Right you'll be sure John the Postman told us Don't you let them take the mickey like that Wally If this comes true You get back on this phone You and John the Postman Will get each of you One on each line and we'll go to town and Mark and Gordon for doubting you That was Willie in Parkhead It's the perfect time for you to call Because we're going to get some travel with Stephen And then we could be speaking to you next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The league leader for compensation Talk to Thompson's.com Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Don't forget in the second hour Your chance to win those hospitality tickets To an SPFL match of your choice Subject to availability I keep putting that in there In case everyone goes for the same game And we've got people Mm. fighting over the tickets But nevertheless A game of higher or lower And your chance to win the tickets Later on in the show Um, Mark I'm wondering if you would Give us a bit of an insight Because we're talking about Yanis Hadji We're talking We've got Sky Sports News on We're thinking about tomorrow 40, 50, 60, 80 million pound moves I'm wondering about the realities Of the transfer window mm. At Breakin Aye. Anything that it's, anything uh, it's, all, it's all kicking off well, you've, signed, you've, signed, you've signed Reese McCabe, Reece McCabe today, Former yeah. Rangers player um, nice. You told me a wee story about the, the, the player identification process And how different it is Would you like to share it with the class? <laughs> well It's not quite uh, Hadji-esque But um, Listen Last week at training I turned up And uh, There was this boy there And and the owner of the, the training ground says Listen there's a guy looking for you And I said Who is he? He says he's just, I don't know He says he's here to train with Breakin 
Now of course you do all your numbers for training Anyway None the wiser I'm putting the cones out And this boy's standing there um, No idea who he is um, And the assistant manager Stevie Campbell comes up and says to me Just spoke to this boy here He's just turned up Somebody from the club shop sent him And I said to you, Who's brought him? <laughs> we couldn't get the, to the bottom of this Who's sent it So I went over to the boy And I says Can I help you? He said, yeah, 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 coach I'm just here Coach? It's better than He gave me the coach line straight away Listen, coach, I'm, uh, Love Love I'm here to I'm here to help Brecon He was calling it Brecon He was from London A, a thick London accent I said, oh, all right, okay I said, mm-hmm. how did you get here? Well, i tell you what I was I've drove here And I said, you've drove here from London Packed up my car Drove all the way to Dundee Found out where Brecon was and then found out it was another 25 mile past on Why, why breaking them? Got, oh, to, the, got to the club shop and came back uh, Down here where you train And I says, but why? Why did you come here? He says, well I, I, I looked at all the leagues In Britain <laughs> And in Scotland And I seen who was at the bottom of the league And I saw Brecon And I thought, I'm going to go and help Brecon uh, I'm going to show him how determined I am And I said... I was gone I was lost for words So is, is he a footballer Has he played so for a team I, I, or? Well I gave him this question That very question I says what's your history Oh I played for Watford When I was a kid I says what age I think he says something like 10 Four. year old uh, I went to this club In Solihull Moors It just didn't work out At Solihull mm-hmm. Moors So I went Listen we're preparing for a game I can't let you train You understand Anyway I go over And I start chanting <laughs> Steve the assistant manager And we look over And he's stretching in the corner And he's, <sighs> he's doing his warm up Please I tell me you listen I went over and I says Look you can join in the warm up And uh, Shine there Some, some drills <laughs> Some wee passing drills Please tell me it was brilliant It was absolutely horrendous Oh no Oh no <laughs> So Horrendous to the point Uh you know, I almost felt sorry for him, and I do feel. I like his ambition. I like the, the fact he packed up I, the car and chased his dream. Determination, more than could have said for you to, to help breaking, to help breaking, and he drove what is it, six hundred miles or something. Booked in a hotel in Dundee, Booked in a hotel. Then after breaking, well, see if you're listening. I love it. I absolutely. I love it. He says his name is David, but uh, listen. Just turning up in the spot Did he join in with the running or anything? Did, did you I tell you what we, <laughs> we did a wee bit of Running around the park as a warm up and, and the captain who took the warm up Right let's lift up lads And there was David up the front Bombing away <laughs> From everybody Trying to show his fitness And the boy Leaving the boys for dead And I thought I, I think that's his game Do you know what? I think running's his game I don't I, I hope you've missed a trick here I, Maybe hope, I, have. I hope he's Maybe a superstar I, I hope he's an absolute superstar I like his ambition He yeah. didn't go Dave, uh, Put it this way He didn't go through the right channels to, to just listen, turning up. I, player, I wouldn't encourage player. it. Listen, turning up at your game with a pair of boots is going through the right channels. <laughs> <laughs> he left, he left Brecon and went to help on Troz. So he's went up. Yeah. I hope it pops up on the, oh, the ticker tomorrow. No, I hope he signed for somebody in the, the top flight. Anyway, ah, enough about that. Yeah. Let's speak to Jim and Clyde Bank. Hi, Jim. Hello there. How are you? Good, Jim. How are you doing, panel? Oh. I would just like to. Uh, uh, I've got a few concerns. About Rangers at the moment and and goal scoring, mm-hmm. uh, and I feel that Rangers they're not scoring enough goals. You know that might sound strange. You know, Sid Murray one nothing, Ross County two nothing, Stranraer two nothing. Albeit that was a cup, and I feel that this year, this season in particular, is going to be. I think Rangers uh, it's going to be a very tight season, and there's always that possibility in the back of your mind that it could potentially go to goal difference. And with Rangers not scoring as many goals against, uh, they just suspect, the lesser teams. 
I think that could have a massive impact. I, I mean, mean, you look at Celtic, for example, four, uh, what was it, 4 nothing against Aberdeen, 3 nothing last night, and that was only in the first half. Yeah, but Jim, when you look at it overall, and you're right, it could well come down to goal difference. I don't think anyone doubts that at all, but Celtic's advantage in goal difference terms is 6 at the moment. Rangers have a game in hand, so it's not, it's not that big a gap at the moment, is it? No big gap, not at all. I'm, no, I'm not suggesting that for a minute, but I'm just, I mean, I mean, what I'm trying to say, I suppose, is against teams like St. Mirren, against teams like Ross County, for me, Rangers should be scoring three, four, maybe more goals. Uh, uh, albeit Rangers are winning, certainly, yes, but there's always that wee nickel. I had to agree with, with, with uh, Hugh the other night, uh, and I, I do feel that the, the, that, uh, the league. Uh, will go down to the Celtic Rangers games I think it, it hinges on those games um, so I, I, I don't know I, I, maybe I've got it wrong I don't know I just, just my opinion on it you know yeah well time will tell Jim and Clyde Bank thank you very much for putting your point across speaking of goal scorers Defoe played last night Jim and he got the goal obviously was stretchered off Alfredo Morelos came back after suspension Stephen Gerrard says he admires the way Alfredo Morelos has coped after police took his car in for examination after a man was found allegedly tampering with it He says the club will support him Throughout that investigation I don't know the full details just yet I haven't had a chance to speak to Alfredo I was only aware of the incident A couple of hours before kickoff. But I'm told it's a police investigation now So we'll support that and There's not really much I can say on, on the incident now But the good thing is he's fine He's okay And we, we'll see what comes from it But um, what I'm told Obviously a very unfortunate situation And not one that happens to you every day That's for sure I think he was quite shaken up <laughs> he's fine he's fine um, because that's the way he is he's pretty laid back and um, he handled the situation extremely well uh, probably better than I would have done but um, I can't go into much details over it really but he's fine and um, he was fine tonight his, his, his body and, and the injury's fine which is the most important thing for me and he's fine in himself and he'll be ready for the weekend uh, we're a bit like Stephen Gerrard on, on this one In terms of Police are trying to get to the bottom of what actually happened So probably would be wrong of us Or anyone in the phones Or anyone in the studio To to speculate on, on what did or didn't happen Without, in all honesty, having the faintest yeah. idea the, yeah. the, the allegation is there I think everyone, if you think about it Would agree that it would be wrong to speculate either way Until such times as we do know uh, What went on And you never know Maybe that will be soon Maybe it will be a bit further down the line I think what we can say We hope Alfredo Morelos is okay We hope his family are okay We hope they're not too shaken We hope they've come through it okay uh, But I think everyone would agree It's probably best just for now Whilst the police investigation is underway That we leave it there It is time for this though Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Beat the pundit time. Gordon DL is ready. He's been swatting up all week. Mark Wilson's here as well. And if you want to win a sign ball off him, you have to call us right now before 7 o'clock. 0141 951 1025. Come on, answer more questions right than them, and the sign ball is yours. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the form team for compensation for more than 40 years. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson here looking back on last night's games, looking at injury situations, potential new signing for Rangers. That was the main gist of the first hour. So if you've got any thoughts on them, you can keep them coming as well. Uh, we're going to look at today's decision at Hamden to give Brian Rice an immediate five game ban. Or breaching betting rules What do you think of that? Is that the right course of action? The wrong course of action? Have you any words of 
of sympathy or support or advice for, for Brian Rice or anyone else who might be in that situation, now is the time to call 01419511025 and we'll do this first. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Beat the pundit time. One week since Gordon Deal last lost. Doesn't seem like a long time. Uh, hold on. It was one week. How did it go on Tuesday? Oh, yeah, one on Tuesday, but I'm just saying it's a week since you last Thrash lost. Tom from Motherwell. I found out who he is. Correct. Hmm. It's a week since you last lost. Uh, one of you two will be <laughs> up against Chris. Just a bit. Further out, not not far from you this time. Wisher, not mother. Oh. Uh, we've got Chris and Wisher. How are you, Chris? I not bad. How are you? Yeah, not bad, uh, Chris. Would you be able to choose? Would you have one? Do, do, do you feel like one of these two is weaker than the other at beat the pundit? Ah, uh, Gordon. Wait. Right, okay, interesting. <laughs> one defeat since <laughs> <in> September. <laughs> interesting. Quite right, Chris. Yeah, yeah, that that one defeat was last week though. So you're uh, only as good as your good. last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, heads it's Mark, tails it's Gordon, Chris. So we'll see if you get your wish. You don't It's Chris against Mark oh. Coach They're calling him now Coach It's wee Davey on the phone <laughs> <laughs> I really don't think you should I don't think you should laugh I think he could turn out to It could be Remember Was it not Marez was in trial at St. Mirren And he left or yeah. something What? Mar- was Marez yeah. was in trial at St. Mirren I didn't Mirren. know that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the manager then? You <laughs> uh, Anyway Don't say that Gordon I'm telling you Davey's going to turn out to be an absolute Superstar Right uh, It's Chris We're going to give Mark Some clay too To listen to And that way he can't hear you You've got 30 seconds Chris Head to head with Mark The secret If you've never heard it before Is that you can pass So if you don't know it Just pass it And move on to the next one Okay Right Good man Chris Your time starts now Rangers are close to signing Yanis Hadji On loan from which club Pass Name any of the co-managers At Falkirk Oh Pass How many points Separate Hearts and Hamilton At the bottom of the Premiership Three Which League 2 team Has the distinction Of being the first Scottish team ever To feature on TV Pass Who did Hearts beat In the 06 Scottish Cup final Hibs Who was Brendan Rodgers Assistant at Celtic Uh... Oh my god Take your time The whistle's gone We've started the question You can answer it Who was Brendan Rodgers Assistant at Celtic no, mind blank, this is terrible Oh Chris, the pressure The pressure's got to you Let's bring Mark back Mark, hey, can well, you hear us? Almost got two songs here That seemed quite long That was in there <laughs> What do you mean it seemed quite long? It seemed a long 30 seconds But how do you know when I started the clock? Because I, I got a couple of songs here He, he does it all the time, Mars How do you... How do you the time. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't no, know, I'm interested seemed, to know I just said it seemed... I, I don't know, maybe no, I was wrong No when I send you to Clyde 2 uh-huh. right? Or you don't start the call How do you know how long well, I speak well, to Chris I Before t- I put the I, music I took my earphones off right And I heard you saying Hey Chris I'll let you finish the question But uh, you've only got a minute <laughs> <laughs> You've only got six six months right uh, Same set of questions to you Mark Anyway enough of your moaning right. Ready? Yep Rangers are close to signing Yanis Hadji on loan from which club? Gink Name any of the co-managers at Falkirk Wait Miller How many points separate Hearts and Hamilton At the bottom of the Premiership? Five Which League 2 team Has the distinction Of being the first Scottish team To feature on TV Uh, Breaking (laughs) Who did Hearts beat In the 2006 Scottish Cup final Uh, Gretna Who was Brendan Rodgers Assistant at Celtic Chris Davies And which other Scottish team Has Christopher Iyer Played for Kilmarnock Okay Chris Davies Chris I know It's Chris Davies It's the pressure isn't it It's different when you come on Nothing, but he, he, Nothing. he was on the tip of his tongue Right, let's find out the damage, Chris Because there was quite a lot of it, if I'm being honest Rangers um, are close to signing Yanis Hadji On loan from 
Genk one nil to Mark. Name oh, any, get up, right. Chris, name hang, any up, hang up, Chris. Name <laughs> any of the co-managers at Falkirk. You had the choice of Lee Miller or David McCracken. Two nil to Mark. How many points oh, separate Hearts and Hamilton? Hey, I might go downhill from here. Don't uh, you get carried no, away? How many points separate Hearts and Hamilton at the bottom? It's only one. I mean, you said five. Ah, I yeah, that miles was a of weeks rubbish. Ago. Yeah. What Chrissy? What Chrissy? Yeah, he got it wrong as well. <laughs> I was closer than him uh, That's uh, true uh, You're uh, clinging on well Chris. Done, Chris You seriously think Breakin were the first Scottish team to feature on TV they Just when you said like two, It's Queen's Park it? Aye 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 I don't know I thought that was a trick question For you Andy try, try well, There would be some trick mm-hmm. Right aye. I mean think about it I know I know I'll anyway. no be a question Anyway I knew I was a couple ahead <laughs> 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 Queen's Park were the Scot- were the League Two team who were the first Scottish team to feature on TV. So it's only two 0 to Mark at this stage. Um, it did get a bit worse. Hearts beat they did beat Hibs at some point in a cup final. Chris, but two thousand and six was Gretna. Mark goes three 0 in front, then four 0 because Chris Davis was Brendan Rodgers. That's the one that's going to haunt you, Chris. I know you're going to see Chris Davis in your dreams. <laughs> I know the other five. Tonight. I don't want to be the other five. <laughs> nah, but that's the one. That I think. You should have maybe a goal If I'm being unfair uh, Which what other Scottish team Is Christopher Iyer played for You didn't get that far But Mark did oh. It was Kilmarnock That's a five to Mark <laughs> Whitewash Chris 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 <laughs> Chris even had the cheek To say he would play me Ah, Chris, Chris, you're Chris What's your second name again? Smith From Wishaw Aye I think I know Chris Smith Whereabouts? Don't tell him Chris <laughs> You'll get that rang as well <laughs> <laughs> What number? What number? I uh, pass <laughs> Chris, don't listen to them. It takes bravery to come on here and play. Aye, I appreciate you coming, Chris. Good man, Chris. Cheers, Chris. Chris, I'm horrible. taking the door. Uh, you two are horrible. <laughs> children. children. <laughs> Absolute children. Oh, Chris. I'll uh, be honest, even you said there, you'd probably get that wrong as well. That is one of the funnier things you've ever said on the show. Sorry. If I'm being honest, yeah, aye, that wasn't bad. That actually wasn't too bad. I'm by, a resounding victory. By your yeah, standards, that. that was quite funny. <laughs> I'm not phoning that show again. <laughs> He's changing the station just now to Clyde uh, too. There's also no chance it is Smith. He's just given us the nah, most generic nah, 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 That was his only clever answer. Uh, I thought it, he handled that did, one well. It, it did come up on my screen, uh, Chris Smith, but. Nah, no, no, you're not no, buying it. Absolutely no okay. chance. If no. anyone recognises Chris's voice, you can get on to him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, it feels a bit wrong going from from such hilarity to something that is a lot more serious. So please do compose yourself because this does deserve your uh, full attention, your seriousness. Hamilton boss <coughs> Brian Rice, uh, he says his ban for breaking gambling rules is a step towards beating his addiction. He will miss the next five games. He has another five match ban suspended after he admitted betting. Uh, on various football matches He was speaking at Hamden today as well I'm relieved it's over Got really good hearing Very fair hearing I deserve my punishment uh, I'll serve my punishment And then it's back to football matters It's a big weight lifted off my shoulders You know, I've let a lot of people down But I've handed myself in You know, I've been honest to myself I've been honest to everybody You know, I'm a compulsive gambler Who hasn't gambled today You know, and that's it One day at a time But the support I've had for everybody uh, Family, friends The club the chairman, everybody, you know, it's been overwhelming. Does well, this give you a little bit of closure today? You can move on now that you know what your punishment is and you can, can deal with your issues? I can move on till tomorrow. Let's say, take it one day at a time. Just keep working as hard as I work and try and make things better for everybody. Do you worry that this might affect the team, the fact that you're not going to be in charge for the next few weeks? No, no, there's a good backup, uh, I've got a good backup there. Uh, I trust everybody at the club, you know, we're a team. It's no Brian Rice, 
It's Hamilton What do you think Out there on the phones I know a lot of you spoke With, with great honesty Bravery From your own experiences And maybe Just from looking on from, from an outside perspective As well What do you make of that Decision today Clearly lots of people Do find it harsh But actually Brian Rice Doesn't He's not one of them Gordon You can you can hear there He's Hands up sort of thing Yes he's got an addiction But he acknowledges That, that he broke rules And he seems pretty comfortable With his punishment Other people might not be But, but That's the way it is And Obviously we wish him well And hope that he moves forward Yeah I like the way he's handled it today Gordon It must have been a real difficult Afternoon for him um, Getting up there He's admitted it um, They say that The first step to recovery Is putting your hands up And admitting you've got a problem The great thing that he's got in his favour uh, The guys at Hamilton Ackies Are absolutely brilliant Guys like Colin McGowan Ronnie McDonald Alan Maitland People like that uh, They're absolutely fantastic They'll support him They'll work with him They'll help him As much as they possibly can He's got good staff Round about him And the supporters I'm sure everybody Will get behind him Yeah People can argue about Well it was too lenient It was too much Or whatever The one thing you heard Brian saying there is I deserve to get punished I went up I've taken my medicine Now it's one step at a time And I wish him All the very best in his recovery And he's a terrific lad Brian And as I say All I can do is wish him all the best Yeah I'll echo that what Gordon says And I think a lot of people will be the same um, Took tremendous bravery to firstly come out And uh, uh, and admit the problem And then to go up there You know it's It's not just anybody out in the street Admitting it And that takes great bravery any Any other person But to be there in front of the media And it affects his livelihood It affects his staff and he, his team potentially to put yourself out there like that takes great bravery. Um, and I wonder if it's you know a wee bit of closure for him, like Alison was saying there. He, he can move on; it'll be a weight off his shoulders. Serve his ban, and you know he's a strong, strong ind- individual. And Hamilton, I'm lucky to have a coach like him. You know, it shows the strength of character he's got, and uh, we wish him all the best. Uh, yeah, let's take a call on it, and let's he- let's hear from you because when we. Introduced this story Was it last week The week before The the level of Understanding And support And experience On the phones Actually so I was taken aback by it It was, it was incredible Just to hear some of, of Your stories But even if you're just Looking at it from the outside And, and you want to give us Your um, reaction to it Then now is the perfect time To do it 0141 951 You can tweet as well uh, We are at Clyde SSB The usual number 0141 951 Martin is in Falkirk. How are you tonight, Martin? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Good, thank you, Martin. What's your sort of your gut reaction, your, your instant feeling after hearing that ban for Brian Rice? Rules are rules, and, you know, he deserves a, a punishment for breaking the rules, but whether you agree with the rules or not is a different question. Now, he's been punished for being, for basically being a football fan like the rest of us who all like a little flatter, a little accumulator down the line. Um, it's okay for the SFA to be okay with hev- heavily advertisement of different betting companies plastered all over the stadiums, over the media. But yes, it's not okay for players or managers to have a little bet. I mean, these, first and foremost, all of these people, they're, they're football fans. They're all football fans. Um, and then when they go home, they're, they're no longer the manager of Rangers. They're no longer the manager of this. They're back to being basically a football fan who might like a little flutter. I just don't get why they're not allowed to do it. There are a couple of different issues here though, Martin, because I get what you're saying, but I'm wondering how accurate it is. When Brian Rice goes home, unfortunately, he is still the Hamilton manager and he's not just a football fan. Now, there, there, 
Like I say Two separate issues he, He's a gambling addict And therefore There, there is a, a serious issue here That we hope he can come through But if you're questioning Just specifically The rules And I know people Might not like them But they're Extremely clear Aren't they? The rules are clear and they're not to be broken, but I mean, it's like contradictory. I mean, the SFA are allowing sure. clubs to heavily advertise betting companies at the same time say, ah, no, no, I'm sorry, you can't bet. Yeah. You can have it all advertised. No, no, you're not allowed to use it. Well, that's another of the big issues as well. And actually, Brian Rice was asked about it. He, he faced that head on. There are calls um, from fans like Martin, from many people. To look at the relationship between football and gambling companies, um, but Brian Rice, as a gam- speaking as a gambling addict, actually doesn't think that, that that's a major factor. Scottish football needs the support of the betting industry, the money they put in it. Betting industry didn't make me do what I done. Mm. Brian Rice made Brian Rice do what he done. So we need we need the support of the bookmakers. You know, every club will tell you that. And we're no different, and we back that. It was my individual choice what I'd done, because I was an addict. Now, I'm in recovery. Martin, sometimes I think it's okay to sort of hold your hands up and say, I don't know. I actually don't know exactly how I feel on this, purely because I've never been a gambling addict. And therefore, I sort of try and bow to to Brian Rice and other people who come on the phone some people came on the phone as as former addicts and said we need rid of gambling companies we can't have it in people's faces then another guy came on last week and said I'm a gambling addict but I don't actually think the advertising is the problem and Brian Rice is saying something similar so I actually don't know therefore Martin what do you make of Brian Rice's feeling on, on what you just raised? I'm not disputing that there's something wrong with having um, Ben companies advertising, but it's the SFA's decision to have these rules in place, even though they're happy to have all these advertisements. That's the problem. People have gambling addicts, uh, gambling problems. I get that, and they probably won't blame the advertisement. Myself, I'm just an occasional accumulator kind of person. I barely put anything more than you know five, ten quid on every weekend. But I, I just think it's contradictory. SFA are okay smashing down these laws, but they're okay for the advertisements to be free-flowing. It just seems a, bit, a tiny bit contradictory to me, as if they're being a bit too harsh for something they're quite happy to heavily promote. Yeah, and that's the thing, Mark and Gordon, I don't think anyone could wholeheartedly disagree with that, because there clearly is a, there's an overlap there. Mm. Brian Rice doesn't think it's an issue, so fair play to him, other people might. Um, yeah, you're right. Um, I quite like how Brian Rice has approached that, you know, taking responsibility... For his own actions um, As I touched on earlier Very brave of him to come out But to follow up with a statement like that It's quite an easy thing Standing under the William Hill sign To point fingers and say Well this is this is the cause yet I think the first step to, to all that Is actually accepting How he got in that situation at the time Yes Gordon you're right There's probably people out there Who will put links in, in their experiences But for Brian Rice He's categorically said this is down to me It's not down to the The gambling companies And he's Look he's right in a sense Our, our Scottish game You know Taking a, an awful lot of money For these companies yeah. So You know Where's it It's, it's tough to find well, the I balance I guess it's here. just about People would just say Well you need to find alternatives Gordon Because if you go on the continent It's it's non-existent It's a British thing It's a Scottish thing It's non-existent On, on the continent Yeah I, I don't think some it, I don't think it's all down to the the, the, obviously the bookies and the advertising Gordon because 
you can be you can have other addictions you see it in the TV you see it everywhere you go as well Brian Rice come out he's brave enough to say look it was Brian Rice's choice I understand what Martin's saying by saying the rules are, he doesn't agree with the rules now basically I slightly agree with him in one way I would obviously I don't like players betting in Scotland mm-hmm. right and, and their leagues are betting and whatever but I do not see, honestly, if you've not got a problem and you like a wee five pound, what is the harm of an ordinary guy betting on Real Madrid against betting yeah. in a Spanish game and, or an English and game? I, 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 I do get that as well. Yeah, if, I if, can't if, understand. If you that. forced me on my personal feelings, I, I'd probably agree. But but just to be fair and to try and balance up all sides of the argument, is it not easier to just have zero tolerance? Is it not simple just to say don't bet in football? End of story. There are no ifs, no buts, no maybes, and everyone knows. And if you really like gambling, if you like gambling but you're not an addict, go bet on horse racing, go to the casino, do what you like, as long as it's within moderation, just do not bet on football. That's is, is it not well, easier to way, police? That's the way it is. But it is it easier to police. Brian Rice has come out and it was Brian Rice that put his hands up. SFA have, haven't caught Brian Rice gambling. Brian sure. Rice has put his hands up. You're not telling me, Gordon, throughout all the leagues in Scotland, and I know because I know people. Yeah, that, and I know what you're going to say. Yeah, that, and and one the or players two, still do it. One million percent. Yeah. One million percent. But fortunate that the majority of the guys don't have what Brian Rice has unfortunately got as an addiction to. Okay, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. If you are on the line for our competition, we're going to give the tickets away. Let's do that in about. 15-20 minutes time We're going to move it back tonight It just feels wrong To interrupt the, the The flow of such a serious discussion And have the competition right now We're still definitely going to do it We're definitely going to do it Before the end of the show So just listen a little bit longer And I will give you the signal To phone in for the competition We will do that But we're going to continue Getting your reaction to Brian Rice And we'll get the guys a teaser next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Getting you full compensation is their goal Talk to Thompson's.com Gordon Deal and Mark Wilson here with me Gordon Duncan All this week at this time We've been giving you the chance to win tickets to an SPFL match of your choice Hospitality uh, Subject to availability We're just going to move it back a little bit tonight We're still going to do it But we're going to do it in about 10-15 minutes time So just listen out I'll give you the signal to call And we'll do it then Because we're in the middle of a really important conversation About Brian Rice And I don't really want to just interrupt it And go away for too long So hopefully you understand But we will do it soon Keep listening We've had a tweet in from a Twitter account by the name of Chrissy. <laughs> no, no, Chrissy Smith. He says, "I had a mayor on beat the pundit. I'll be back next week." He says, "Crikey's enthusiasm." And Jerry Kelly tweeted in as well. He says, "Beat the pundit, Chris Smith. I can confirm that is his real name." Says Jerry. Oh, so, Chrissy Smith. Uh, there wish we go. Uh, I want to be tweeting it. Never was Chrissy Smith. There are a lot of people not too happy with the decision to ban Brian Rice today. Houston. Says all the best Mr Rice in his ongoing recovery SFA had an opportunity to do some good As usual they blew it Says Houston um, Yeah really So many Too many to read out But very similar um, Thoughts really coming in from everyone Fair play to the guy First step to recovery Says Spark But rather than ban him Why not help him It stinks From the SFA SPFL Happy to have betting companies Over their cups and sponsors And take their money um, Maybe they are helping him though As well mm. I, I wouldn't pretend to know. Do you know, do you know why Gordon sounds pretty comfortable with his punishment? Let's hope that there is a structure in place as well. The the thing I liked about his interview as well, and yeah, I think they are helping him a little bit. And I, I've got every sympathy, like a lot of people with Brian, 
But I admire Brian Because I think he went up there Saying Do you know what I don't want to get the sympathy I don't want the You know Oh well not ban you Forget He wanted to be treated Like every other manager Because He wants to move on yeah. With his life He wants to keep going forward And I think At the end of the day He's accepted it And one step at a time for Okay him. let's speak to David Who's a Hamilton Aki's fan In Hamilton Hi David Hi guys What do you think David Are you Feeling a bit sorry for your manager tonight I'm sure a lot of Aki's fans are rallying round Offering support I've got a slightly different perspective On it I okay. think um, I Think the way the manager has dealt with it And the way the club has backed him up I'm extremely proud of all of that aspect And I think that the SFA Had to ban the way they did Because they have rules in place And there's consequences if you break them And that's the same And any walk of life even outside football however my concern is that if we take this issue and make it disappear would we be having a conversation that Aki should be looking for a new manager depending on results on the field and will Aki now feel obligated to help him and hold on at the risk of being relegated well I we had Martin Cannon in a similar position and we got rid of him and replaced him with Ice had this not happened, would the club be taking steps to replace him? But now it has happened, we won't. Right, I, I can I kind yeah. of see what you mean here. So you're you're separating the two issues and saying that you you're actually just talking about the football side of things here and saying if there was a time where results weren't good enough, the club now couldn't get rid of Brian Rice because they're standing by him due to the gambling. Is that is that what you're saying? That's yeah, yeah. kind of it, and I, I don't I don't mean to be. Derogatory about Brian Rice and everything like that as well. I'm just thinking it from a club's point of view. Yeah, I mean, it's a, va- it's a, I can it's answer a, it's that a valid Gordon. question, Gordon. But I mean, yeah. some things are a bit bigger than, than football. Maybe that's yeah. what we're, we're learning during this. I and think, I know that's hard for fans. I think, knowing Hamilton Ackies, knowing the people there, I think that um, football decisions will be made differently. And I think Brian Rice, like he's accepted his punishment today, would accept that in the football side. But I am very confident. And 100% saying this If Brian Rice and Hamilton had to part Because of football results Let me tell you The guys inside there The Colin McGowns of this world Would not give up They would continue to be supportive And continue to help Brian Whether he was at the club Or not at the club In any capacity whatsoever And I'm sure that Hamilton Ackies are professional enough And so is Brian Rice Because he showed that today It's football results And then obviously the help that he's getting from other departments as well Yeah, I have to agree with that I think, um, you know The the club's a a professionally run club That they're looking out for their manager at the minute Um, When it comes to to results, that's different You know, that's a a different side of it So... um, it's a it's a real difficult situation for both involved, but at the time being, the club just have to look at the current situation. Brian Rice being a very very good coach and manager, and they'll want him to be at his best, and that means supporting him and giving him everything they've got at the minute to get Hamilton out the mess. David, thank you very much for your call. That was David Anaki's fan from Hamilton. It really is all happening. We're going to struggle to squeeze everything in. Rangers have confirmed Borna Barisic has signed a new contract at the club till twenty twenty four. It's a good uh, one yeah. um, You two still even haven't, haven't had your teaser yet Have you? Yeah. Uh, quickly though Barisic Good news on Barisic oh, oh, Listen, great news uh, When you go back to the St Mirren game Away and we keep going back to this He scores a free kick He was in and out You know, was he going to be a, a major part of Stephen Gerrard's plans? From that moment on 
He's been one of Rangers' best players So it's a no-brainer to give him a new deal It is almost 14 years to the day Since Mark Wilson made his Celtic debut Was that right? Two two days out 28th of January That's when I signed signed. 28th of January 2006 You made your debut for Celtic against your old club Dundee United Ah, In a memorable three-all draw Hmm. (laughs) Name the Celtic starting eleven. Uh, oh, it's, oh, he's in it, right? That's the question. So, back. so that would be twenty eighth of January two thousand and six. If you want to join in, that's the the era you have to be thinking of. Which eleven players may have played in that time? McManus playing that may. Year. I tell you, um, Boric and goals. Yes, McManus. No. No, oh, no I, tell, I tell you, no, Seldon. <laughs> I don't know. I remember who played beside me. Um, where did you play? Adam Virgo This is Ian McIntosh Who sent it, the question Adam in by Virgo. the way Yeah Adam Virgo played Played well centre half Did you play left centre half? I played right back I was a right back How many times did I need to tell you this? <laughs> no, you were, I've got you doing his left I'd, I'd change your position I played right back Yeah you were right back You played So Boric, Wilson, Virgo um, Boyd Zerafsky Yep Zerafsky scored Who did you say? Boyd Boyd, Boyd. Uh-huh. Tom Boyd uh, Tom player. Boyd's retired <laughs> At least <laughs> Ten okay. uh, <laughs> Eight no, years no, no. before I got Not Tom Boyd uh, Zaravsky Yep Maloney No Yep Yeah. McGeady No Any more? Mm, well I've not got any uh, Centre Park Would have been Stan Petrov Yes Okay we'll leave it there Let's speak to Ken and Cambus Lang Hi Ken Hi guys How you doing? Hi Ken Have you got a particular view on Brian Rice? Well, first of all, I'd like to say that uh, to applaud the Beaks for I think they're a bit leaning and Brian Rice today, mainly because he, he brought he gassed himself up. I think previously they have hammered players, especially with like uh, bigger bands, like 10 game bands, etc. But what I'd like to say is, my, my granddad, my God rest his soul, passed the 70s. He was, a, he was a heavy gambler, and that was well before any advertising for, for gambling was about. So I think blaming the uh, advertising by these gambling companies is, is out of order Is it not Ken more that it, it doesn't help or it might make it worse rather than saying it's the root cause of the problem I'm not sure anyone's saying that I, th- I think people acknowledge that gambling addiction has been around since before advertising but I think the question is does it help would it help to remove it Well I mean with gambling advertising these days I mean they're always uh, gamble sensibly be aware etc all that is advertising alongside it you know, so I, I don't, I don't think it's, uh, it's, con- I don't think it's contributing to it at all. You know what I mean? Um, I mean for for Brian Rice, I mean uh, I hope he manages to get over his addiction. I mean no matter what, like an alcoholic, he'll always be a gambling addict regardless. But the first step for any addict, no matter if it's gambling or whatever, the first step is to admit that they've got the problem, and he's done that. And hopefully, it's just. Up, it's yeah. just a steady shit for him now and he manages to get over this and I'm sure with the help of his family his friends and the Hamlin Football Club he will hopefully get through this and come out a better person the other side yeah well said Ken I, I think what I'm sort of learning on the phones is that maybe it's just a it's a personal thing we we debate football furiously and everyone's always determined to really pick a side you know you have to be so sure about this it's either that side or that side but, but maybe it is down to the individual Because I'm hearing so many Gamblers or family members Who say they don't think Betting companies are the problem Other addicts do um, Interested onlookers Who've never had to deal with addiction Might think it is Or might think it's not 
it just seems to me, Mark, a really difficult situation yeah. and I'm not sure that yeah. you can just easily clear it up. No, I don't think so, Gordon. There's many different viewpoints, many different experiences and, and how people got to this situation. Um, so it's not a simple one to, to deal with or comment on. Um, but one thing's for sure, I mean, the majority of the people here are, are right behind Brian Rice. Sure. And I think it's because... Because of his bravery Because how upfront he was About it And because like Daz said When he arrived at Hamden Today He wasn't looking for the pity Or the sympathy It was Give me the Give me the punishment And I'll deal with it Alright Thank you to Ken and Canvas Lang So much to try and squeeze in Between now and the end of the show Just quickly Something that's breaking tonight Widespread reports That Rangers are interested In a loan move For Florian Camberry The Hibs striker Now They obviously have Morelos They will have the full back In a few weeks So it would be as that Extra striker That, that you keep saying You think they need mm-hmm. Gordon <coughs> On his day A good fit The consistency no. Might be an issue <laughs> what, What's your reaction? No No for me Okay one, I don't think that Hibs are in a, a great position to they're, He's one of their best players Why would you let one of their best players? I, I think it looks likely at this stage though Is it? Well, maybe Hibs are trying to get someone Him out to get someone else in Well, well, hold on a minute So if I was Rangers, no disrespect to Hibs And I'm looking at Hibs trying to get this player out the door To get a better player in Why would I be taking him? Camberry to me... <laughs> I can understand as a a backup, and I've always said well, that's that all he would be. Uh, yeah, I understand. I said it's very very hard for a backup to get a real quality one. Compare it to Rangers, yes or no? It's a it's probably a Chrissy for me. It's a no. <laughs> I mean, Mark, how many times have we've seen we've seen Camberry have a real ah. impact on games? It's more about how often he does it. Yeah, but there's no yeah. doubt that. I, I, I think he's I think he's got his qualities I, I've watched him against Celtic and Rangers And give them a tough time I think he's big and strong What a pace Certainly can score the odd spectacular goal as well I think if you're looking for a backup striker Listen, I think he'll do yeah, the yes. job yeah, yes. I think he'll do the job I, I don't think you're going to get a Cosgrove or somebody like that to come in I mm. think he's he's a no bad fit Wee <laughs> Time for this Slide one super scoreboard and ladbrooks.com. Bet and play. Bag a winning result. Please gamble responsibly. Here is the chance you've been waiting for your chance to win VIP hospitality for two to the SPFL game of your choice, subject to availability. All you have to do is come on here and play a game of higher or lower. Get three right in a row and you're off to that game. So 01419511025. Call now and call before the end of this break. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. They play to win every time. Talk to Thompson's.com. On the home stretch into the final part tonight with Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. Very quickly, we're looking for more answers on the teaser. Uh, we're trying to name the Celtic starting 11 from your debut, Mark Wilson. It was 28th of January, 06, 3 all against Dundee United. You've got Boric, Wilson, Virgo, Petrov, Maloney, Zaravsky. Lennon. Yes. yes Lennon Gordon I think up front as well Was John Hartson yep. Yes we'll leave, we'll leave it there You've got three to get I think you're going to Absolutely squish them Right A bit later than usual But you've all been waiting on it It's time for this 
Slide One's Super Scoreboard and Ladbrooks.com. Bet and play. Bag a winning result. Please gamble responsibly. Really enjoyed this all week. We've been giving you the chance to win VIP hospitality for two to the Lad uh, to the SPFL match of your choice, subject to availability. It's been a very popular competition, higher or lower. It's a pretty simple concept. We give you transfer fees. You have to go higher or lower. You get three right in a row and you win those tickets. Let's meet tonight's first contestant. He's Chris from Hamilton. How are you, Chris? Oh, all good. Good stuff through first, Chris. Now, I don't mean to put the pressure on, but in the last two nights, the first contestant has just come on, got all three right, and walked away with the prize. You fancy your chances? I'll only see then, won't I? Give it a bash, Chris. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to give you a transfer fee. And by the way, for anyone who, who cares or who's wondering, we've just taken all of these from Transfer Market website. So don't bother phoning me in and telling me that you got that wrong by 50 grand. Just to maintain consistency, these fees are all taken from the same website. It's just a bit of fun for higher or lower. So I'm going to start you off, Chris, with Kenny Miller from Celtic to Derby for 4.05 million, okay? So Kenny Miller, Celtic to Derby, 4.05 million. Can you tell me Gary Hooper from Celtic to Norwich was it higher or lower than uh, Kenny Miller's 4.05 million? Gary Hooper, Celtic to Norwich. Higher. It was well done. That's one down. It was 5.67 million. Next one then, Scott McDonald from Celtic to Middlesbrough. Was it higher or lower than Gary Hooper's 5.67? It was. It was well done. 3.87 million. This is the one you need for the tickets. Was Carlos Cuellar from Rangers to Aston Villa higher or lower than Scott McDonald's 3.87? Uh, higher. It was higher. It was nearer than nine million pounds. Mark, as simple as that, Chris. You've got three in a row, and you win the tickets. Joel, Veronica, James, you were all mixed in the queue. I am sorry, but Chris was just too tough to beat. You guys will have to try again tomorrow night. Chris, stay on the line, and producer Andy will hopefully be able to hook you up with those hospitality tickets to the match of your choice. Are you happy with that? Oh, I'm fine, I'm ecstatic, I thank you. Good man, that was Chris in Hamilton. Easy as that, Gordon Deal. Easy as oh, that. That's a cushion there, isn't it? Absolutely. That's quite, yeah, it's quite easy. Well, on the first night, the first contestant didn't get it, and we had to mm. we had to keep going until we got someone with three in a row. But unfortunately, to like I say, the likes of Veronica and James and a few others, they were all in the queue waiting for Chris to slip up. But he didn't. Nothing worse. Chris. You're mm. you're waiting in that. Hanging on Thinking yeah. Go and slip up Yeah Chris didn't slip up I'm afraid he got it <laughs> <laughs> uh, The tickets uh, Anything else doing at the moment You two had a brief discussion about Florian Camberry Is potentially the one that's on his way To Rangers on loan mm. a, a sort of third choice striker if you like Defoe's injured mm. Would you like to elaborate I feel like I cut you off very quickly before no. the, the break uh, About me About why I think it's good Well I think he's He knows the league um, I, I said he's big He's strong He's powerful um, He's showed up well at times Against Celtic and Rangers um, He doesn't show up well every week mm. uh, <laughs> Neil Lennon would testify to that Probably with being his boss And I, I think the two of them had a, a wee bit of a run-in But Again, who who else do you get then for a backup striker who's going to come to Rangers and they desperately need one who I think probably knows knows the game, you know, knows the game up here and um I don't think it's a bad fit. Um Daz obviously thinks it's it's a horrible one. 
I didn't use the word horrible. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, the look in your face suggesting that. Yeah, I, I just I find no, it's it, just how he looks. I think. Yeah, I find I just find it strange. I can right. I understand everybody's going. Oh, he's only got to be back up. He's only got to be third place sit there. But learning off the foe. I'm just trying to argue against I, you. I don't really know. I how know he's going you to can put. argue all you want. I, everybody's got their opinion. I think that Rangers. I think they've missed a trick here. I think that beginning of the transfer window. Is it worth bearing in mind though when? That's also going to be a team that creates more chances. You'll get more opportunities, better players around you. I, I'm still saying no. I think I think this is grasping at straws material. <laughs> there you go. If, if you you think about this, if you're Jack Ross and Hibbs, and he, that's one of your best players, are you going to say yeah, let him go out and loan? Yeah, but they obviously don't think he's one of their best players. Then that right. So if he's not one of Hibbs' best players, and I know what you've got to say, but he's only going his third choice. But surely, in my opinion, Rangers can go and get better. Or they just may just, but or maybe they do rate him, and it just suits suits both parties. Well, obviously they rate him if they're going to bring him in. No, I mean oh, Hibbs. Sorry. Oh, Hibbs. Sorry. Um, no, well they can't rate him because they wouldn't let him go to Rangers. Um, I just, I don't think it's a good. Good sign. Let's speak to Craig, who's a Kilmarnock fan in Johnston. Hi, Craig. How we doing, panel? Um, I was on the show last week, uh, Wednesday night. I was heading towards the the game, Celtic at home, and I came on and said um, that I thought we could nick a point there. Um, I said I would have to come on with my tail between my legs the next time I come on, um, and here I am, tail between my <laughs> legs. Um, I thought the performance uh, last Wednesday was. Was all, was actually all right. It wasn't anything that we looked worried about going into St Johnson on Saturday. I then went up to Perth, me and my pals, and it was nothing short of shocking. Um, keeper was all over the place. Seen it in sports, seen how much space Wellerspoon had for that second goal. Um, they they genuinely look like eleven boys who've got together for a charity match who've never played together. They, they look fresh at ideas. Dyer, I don't know what he's doing in training. I don't even know if he's. Telling them to revert back to what Stevie Clark said because they genuinely look lost. I mean that pe- that penalty we scored. If we don't score that, we've we've got no chances to score. I mean, the transfer window closes tomorrow, and we've had speculation about Hunter the boys. But as of recent, it's went quiet. And I said when Hearts beat Rangers on Sunday, I was a wee bit worried, but I thought no, no, the board will bring players in. Hearts are bottom, and are now because of that win. Six points off of us If we lose to Ross County On Saturday And if we drop points At Hearts away on Wednesday We are gone down And I don't know who it was At the start of the season You guys The uh, Super Scoreboard panel members Done uh, predictions Oh it's a bit early To be throwing them Back in the faces Craig They're usually um, safe For a bit Exactly But <laughs> I believe it was It was either Derek Johnson Or Hugh Keevans And if it wasn't them Then I'll, I'll happily be corrected <laughs> But one of them said Command that we finished bottom, and I'm pretty sure I came on the show and absolutely scolded him for it. And see now, <laughs> it's it's no far off. I'm genuinely worried. I well, mean, what do you think? What do you think you need, uh, Craig? During this, well, during the next day, I don't know what, what will happen. Kabamba and Harry Bunn, the only two signings, I think. Unless you can correct me, what else do you think you need? Um, well, Kabamba's looked he's looked good. I mean, he, he looks hungry. Two goals in three games, albeit one of them was against Queens Park. Um, Harry Bunn looks a player I mean he's only here for six months what's the chances that he plays a couple of good games and then somebody bigger snaps him up increases the wage bill um, we had James Fowler was spotted at Dunfermline on Friday night whether or not he was just watching Dom Thomas who's out loan there was talk that we might put a bid in for Kevin Nisbet but I, I, again how much what money have we got I mean we, we get money for Greg Taylor we get money for finishing third the young boy Liam Smith going to Man City 
Europa League money, although it was only a quarter of a million pound. You wonder where it's going. And mm. It's been spoken about Rugby Park before. On the board, there is no football in mind. You've got Cathy Jameson and Billy Bowie. Both are great business minds. And up to up until a couple of months ago, we're running the club really well. It was looking on the up. But, but what about James Fowler's role at the club? Surely he's there as to, to fulfil that role or be some sort of middleman, certainly. Well, I mean, he's been in for a couple of months now. Since he came in, he sacked Alessio. He was the man in charge of that. He's decided Alex Dyer's the man for the job for the rest of the season. <laughs> Kabamba and Bun. Bun's a free transfer from Bury. I mean, that's a no-brainer. I think any manager would have looked at that one. Kabamba seems to be a good find. If he can be, give us a Sam Cosgrove effect, that's that's what we all mentioned. Sam Cosgrove came from the Law League in England mm-hmm. and he's done a job. Can Kabamba do the same? I don't know, but... Up until now, you're, you're thinking, what's James Fowler actually done? What are the board doing? What's what's happening in the club? We started the season, I went down to Wales, seen us win, then we get put out by Connors Key Nomad, so I haven't heard a thing about since because there are absolutely no bodies. Um, you start the season in Europe and now it looks like we're going to go down. I don't know if that's ever, ever happened before. Yeah, Craig is an ex-air manager. I really get sympathy <laughs> for you here. Um, I, I, I think that, and I could be wrong, I think the Alessio sacking could come back to bite Commander on the backside. Uh, you're looking at a number two, and he's apparently a terrific coach. I don't know the lad, but he's been given the job as a manager to end the season. Sometimes it's a difficult step to take, whether you're a great coach or not, being the number one, being the main man, having all the decisions Is to it, make. Yeah. But he needs to start winning. And just now, and I keep hearing this because I hear it on the TV about what a great bunch of players and uh, guys that the Kamarnock players have. Forget about that. They need results and they need to start one now. They're in the habit of losing games. Just quickly, Mark, Kevin Nisbet, I would imagine, will command a, a decent fee. Yeah. Even even though he's at Dunfermline, so many clubs are interested, so many clubs have been watching him. Um, not to say that Kamarnock couldn't afford it, could they? It just seems unlikely. No, nah, I <laughs> Probably does have a honest score and um, the way Dunfermline are signing players as well, it looks like they're concentrating on their league form and getting out of that division. So I don't see that one going through. Craig, thanks for the call, but we're going to have to leave it there because we're fast running out of time and you need three more players in Celtic starting 11 on your debut, Mark Wilson. It was 28th of January 2006. You've got Boric, Wilson, Virgo, Lennon, Petrov, Maloney, Zaravsky, Hartson, three to go. Ross Wallace. Where did you Someone's text you that No it was no Mark told me <laughs> Did you I, tell him that I, I was either him or Kamara Yeah Ross Wallace um, is in That's centre half accept it if Mark told you Because there's no way You plucked that out No no, no I don't Centre Mark. half Stan Varga Yeah. Oh, you've absolutely squished this Well you said no, it was no, The worst well, back four In Celtic uh, history <laughs> You were in I it I said it was one of them Aye Right midfield Is it the obvious one Nakamura It's obvious It's Nakamura is it? done. Yes. I think that's the first time You've ever got all the answers Without any clues We've got them all Yeah that's it Done. Well done, Mushroom. Thank you. Well done. Thanks. Good I'll be here next week. Oh, it's been a, a good night. Beat the pundit, everything quiz. Right, thank you rate. to Mark Wilson and Gordon Deal. The biggest thanks, though, as always, goes to you. Thank you for your calls and tweets, and thanks for keeping us company on this Thursday night. Callum Gallagher is up next. He'll look after you. And tomorrow night, it's Hugh Keevans. It's transfer deadline day. Submarine captain Stephen McGinn is alongside him. So we'll see you at six. Callum's up next. Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com.